0: Discussing religion is back in vogue and has become a growth industry with all the happenings in the world currently. There is no denying that religion, or lack of it, is shaping most of the things currently happening in most countries. But what is religion? In short, religion is a societal belief in a supernatural agent. Or agents. I will try to cover a lot of territory in my podcast about this. What is important is to note that there is need for real landscaping of brains now more than ever. If we don't, religion might as well be the death of us or what with all the wars currently happening. Many publishers reject books that attack religions. Most newspapers, magazines, radios, and television stations are against any materials that show particular religions in a negative light. Despite that, the material may even be a sponsored thing. In my country, there is not a single paper, or a radio station, or a television station that talks about atheism. But 80% of what they talk about is on religion, and how great their deity, their God, is. One of my objectives is to make several close at atheists. And agnostics come out this is the time to do so Africa is being left behind because of its beliefs in non-existent things I also intend to give fence sitters something to ponder about there are many such people out there fearing to come out as it has consequences from fellow family members, from their communities, from many people. But I want to assure these people that there is nothing to be afraid of. They are not alone. We might be fewer than the religious people, but the truth is never about numbers. Truth does not come through any election contest. One thing a person realizes in time, is that the religious, the theists, suffer from hyper-religiosity, and most have a problem with being honest. You can hardly get a truthful religious person, especially a Christian. Lying is a sacrament to most of them. All religions are humbugs. But perhaps the food does not fall far from the tree, the God character, as in the Bible, has always been against knowledge. He first crosses swords with humans on the issue of knowledge. This is because biblical writers knew knowledge meant the ability to reason, and hence questioning things that are out of place. Thus, the Bible and Christianity are both anti knowledge One of the Christian leaders in the Reformation period, Martin Luther King, said, Reason is the enemy of faith. But this is to end. We can argue about sports teams without taking offense. About political parties. About internet browsers. About computer softwares. About shoe manufacturers. About beers, etc yet we say no to arguing about religions it is time we stop ring fencing religions they don't need anyone's protection if they are true then let's argue about it with facts not threats or violence most people have grown up with a garden who might be a father a mother an uncle or a brother or even grandmother And they always want a permanent guardian whom they think is looking after them like these people did. God comes in as that replacement or his son Jesus in Christianity. But this longing for someone to keep looking over you for years does not mean that God is there or Jesus was what people thought he was. People rarely question why children acquire the religion of their parents most of the time, and they in turn believe is the only true one, forgetting that it came with the territory. If they had been in China, they could have been Buddhists. Perhaps Hindus in India, or Muslims in Saudi Arabia, or Jews in Israel, or Christians in Brazil. These people consider all those practicing other religions as very lost, forgetting that they are only practicing theirs because of the place where a certain religion found their parents or great-grandparents residing, and they just followed suit. We are all bona atheists, as we have no religion. Religions eventually come through because of where we live at that moment and with whom. It is given to us by our colonizers, our community, our country. We hardly choose it. We mostly get the religion around us and blend into the chorus that it is the one and only religion and the best religion ever. As if we have had a chance to flitter through other religions in places far away from us. Ironically. No child is associated with his or her parents' political party or sports team. That a father supports Manchester United or belongs to the Zanpia party does not mean the child will belong to those two as well. Yet, in religion, a child is given the religion of his or her parents before the child is even aware. The child is told that he doesn't eat pork because God says so and grows up without tasting bacon, or a pork, or a sausages. Most religious people are trapped in their own hall of mirrors, and will not see anything else as good, except their religion. Religion is, indeed, imposed ignorance. It has only one terminus, perpetuation of ignorance, in the entire world. What is surprising is how some very intelligent people are also gullible when it comes to religions. They seem to put their brains on a holiday if it's about religion. The questioning mind suddenly appears like it has been launched to a slow learner. All simple things that they normally question everywhere else, including other religions that are not theirs, is suddenly given a direct path if it is in the religion they follow. They can even get angry at anyone questioning them rather than looking at the question and its merits. Religion is like falling in love with someone. You don't want to hear what everyone else thinks is wrong about the one you love and would rather hate the one trying to tell you that the one you have fallen for has some weaknesses. The only slight difference is, in love, one eventually knows the truth years after. In religion, most never do so. Interestingly, we are skeptical on shops we want to buy something from, about a used car we want to buy, on politicians, but never on our religions. One feels the sofas he wants to buy, sits on them, touches them before making a decision on the right sofa for him, but does not do the same for religion. We want proof for everything else, for example, that our water is warm, yet want to believe a book written by primitive people thousands of years ago should go without questioning. Yet, Most human beings have grown better brains since then. Why should our knowledge remain stagnant on religious matters, yet it has vastly improved in other areas? Why would anyone who in public claims God exists and is everywhere and knows everything then go on in private to do things that he wouldn't want anyone else to know about if he was sure God would be seeing him. It only shows that even the majority of religious people are not so certain about the existence of God. For instance, or they wouldn't dare do something distasteful in their privacy, knowing God would be watching them. Would they? It is also important to note that all religions have their foundations on ignorance and fear, nothing else. The staying power in Christianity, for instance, comes in the refusal to accept that one's death is the end. There is the hope that one then goes to a heaven or a hell after death. It is fear of going to hell and ignorance about its existence or not as well as that of heaven, which keeps most religious people hanging on, just hanging on. Another interesting aspect is that almost all religions and their different sects claim to have wonders and miracles that are real, yet the religious sects will be following different doctrines, doctrines too parallel, such that one wonders how a deity would agree to the different doctrines without appearing contradicted or drunk. To love a religion, the first requirement is to declare yourself subconsciously an enemy of common sense and reason. Most times, a nation's civilization is judged by how much superstition it follows. The less of the superstition, the more civilized the nation probably is. There are a lot of people who wonder on what atheism is. Some even want to dare say it is also a religion. That is very wrong. Atheism is far from being a religion. Atheism is not a religion just like boldness is not a hair color. Just like a radio off is not a radio channel. Just like not playing golf is not labeled a sport. Just like not having an email is not an email address. One cannot say non-belief in Zeus is a religion called non-belief in Zeus. That would be absurd. One cannot say a vegetarian is a meat eater who eats meat called vegetables. That would be preposterous. Atheism is a position, not a religion. Atheism is derived from the Greek words that combine a, which means without, or not, with theos, which means God. Thus, atheism is generally a lack of belief in a God. While lack of belief in a god is its main emphasis. Nowadays, lack of belief in any religion, whether that religion is a deity or not, describes atheism equally well. The people who practice atheism are largely known as atheists. Atheists are also sometimes referred to as non-theists. Most atheists are for modernity, rationality, and respect for human rights and freedoms. This has resulted in most atheists being referred to as humanists. Most atheists support the evolution theory as well as most scientific findings in general, but that does not mean one is to support all these things To be an atheist it is just the norm but not a rule atheists do not share a common dogma or doctrine per se they vary there is one group of atheists who simply accept that there is no deity and that's that they do not put further thought into it and just carry on regardless there is a group of atheists we accept that there is no deity, and stands by it by giving reasons to why they come to that conclusion. This may be in public or in private. As atheists, we cannot stand and look as religion drags civilization back into the Dark Ages. There are some groups people mistake with atheists, and it is important to explain them here. There is pantheism. Pantheism says that God is the universe. That the universe as a whole is a God. Pantheism is usually mistaken with pantheism. This is not the same thing. Pantheism is spelled P-A-N-T-H-E-I-S-M. Well, pantheism is spelled P-A-N-E. T-H-E-I-S-M. Now, this is not the same thing. Pantheism says that the universe is not God, but is just a part of God. More like one's leg is not himself, but part of him, nevertheless. There is also deism. Deism looks at God as a force that just set things in motion initially and then left so that the things continue working on their own, left to their own devices. Most founding fathers of the USA were deists, which was popular in the 18th century. Albert Einstein, too, appeared to be a deist, as was franco Maré Volatai, a person in between, believing the existence of something or not, is agnostic. Agnostic is derived from two Greek words that imply not knowing. Agnosticism is thus a position that is more like in between undecided. There is neither believing or disbelieving. Most agnostic people are sitters fearing going to heaven when they die but also doubting the war story for instance. As far as not believing in a deity, several religions come out as being atheistic in that aspect. These include Buddhism, Jainism, Confucianism, Taoism, Falun Gong, and Shinto. However, followers of these religions are not referred to as atheists. Atheism has its own history. It started getting noticed in Greece, Athens, around the 5th century. However, the most noticeable atheist was from another city in Greece. This was Protagoras, who lived between 490 to 420 BCE. There were several atheists coming out after that, and one of the most prominent was Socrates. Socrates. 469 to 399 BCE. In fact, in 399, Socrates was charged by the Athenians for being an atheist among many other charges. A part of the church she read, Socrates does wrong by not acknowledging the gods, the city acknowledges, and introducing other new powers, He also does wrong by corrupting the young. His death made several philosophers who were atheistic to start hiding their atheism in fear of being arrested and killed as well. Christians themselves were known as the most atheistic group in Rome and referred to as atheotatus. They are lack of many gods. Like the Egyptians, Romans, and the Greeks, made them appear non religious to the general eyes then. Around AD 100 to AD 250, most Christians were persecuted by the Roman government, which labeled them atheists. One Christian bishop, Polycarp, was even asked to denounce atheism. In front of the crowd in A.D. 160. In A.D. 177, Christians were persecuted in France, Lyon. One of the victims, a young person named Vettius Epagathus, tried to plead this case by saying that Christianity was not atheism at all, but to know well. In the 19th century, Frederick Nesich, and John Henry Newman did a lot in questioning religions through their works. They predicted that the demise of religions was in the immediate future. Their work still makes interesting reading even now. Atheists have suffered a lot in most countries. British courts for instance, did not allow atheists to give evidence in courts until 1869. In 1811, the poet Shelley was expelled from Oxford University after having published a booklet with the title, The Necessity of Atheism. He was also denied custody of his two children by the British courts when his first wife died because he was an atheist. One British parliamentarian in the 19th century, Charles Bradlaugh, an avowed atheist who was elected to represent Northampton in 1880, was expelled from the parliament for refusing to swear on the Bible. However, despite that, he kept getting elected in 1881, 1882. In 1884, and only avoided expulsion in 1886 when a new Speaker of Parliament recognized that it was not necessary to interfere with what one believed in. As recent as the 1990s in the United States of America, President George H.W. Bush said, I don't think that atheists are patriots or even Americans. The podcasts here are not meant to win the hearts of the me, deep, hardcore religious. Those ones are beyond help. They are meant for those still deciding. They are meant for future generations as well. They are meant for those who think freely or are willing to do so, or just give it a try. They are meant for those curious, especially the young ones, and their young minds. We have a future ahead of them, a future that does not need to be shaped by lies of religions. The knee-jerk reaction of most religious people is to attack any critic of their religion or their religious books. Well, that is expected. But, like is always said, facts are stubborn. No amount of attack will make them less effective.